Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 22nd of February 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your um, host for the next 60 minutes. And my co host is Olivia Lashley, coming to us live from London in the UK. So, hello, Olivia. She's there. Right. So today we are talking about that. Like I said, she's there. She's like it's like an echo. Hello, Olivia. Dun, 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 dun. Hello, hello. I, I'm, not, I'm not getting an echo at all. Not, not at all. No, I was talking about how long it took you to, you know, turn your speaker on and answer your your mic on and answer. You're not giving me a chance. Right. You're giving me no chance to answer whatsoever. <laughs> Hello, hello. <laughs> but anyway, no, today we're talking about the art of visualization and um, manifestation, as it were. Although this is truly about visualization and it does flow into manifestation. So, anyway, Libs, how are you doing, darling? How goes it in the world? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. You know how it is, friends. You know how it is. Um, yeah. It's it's all right. Uh, actually, can one, I just say that? Foot. Like, go on. No, I said one foot in front of the other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm having a like a clearance sale for the boxes. Um, so if like anyone wants a like the uh, one of the original sort of like affirmation jewelry keepsake or memory boxes, um, just to look on the website to look on the little box boot. No, the Dawn affirmation boxes on Etsy. Etsy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Etsy, yeah. Okay. All right. And so are, are you getting rid of all of them sort of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Are you going to be putting any more up? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay, darling. And so um, you're you're having a clearance sale. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So uh Dawn Affirmation Boxes, and that's on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Etsy, and that's no, no. .uk? No, no. Dot no, no. It's dot .com. .com. It's dot .com. It's dot .com. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Etsy.com. Okay, all right, darling. All right, all right, all right, all right. And so for, um, so the energy, your energies are going into the baby boutique, yeah? Um, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure quite what I'm going to do for the moment. I'm not sure. Okay, all right, darling. Okay, all right, my love. 
Well, the baby boutique's going as well, so there's stuff there. Yeah. There's stuff mm-hmm. going there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, that being said, outside of that, all all is good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. So the art of visualization and manifestation, if you've ever created a vision board or used conscious visualization to support you in your manifest in, in your manifesting, uh, excuse me, has supported you in manifesting what you want, or if you if, or if you're just curious about it, as I put here, um, if you're curious about the process, then this show is for you. Seeing is believing, and while this may uh, smack of being a little ambiguous, because I always say that um, seeing is not always believing, but seeing truly is a part of the believing process. And as we talk about visualization today, I, hopefully I'm able to illustrate that enough so that people can at least have an idea of where I'm coming from. But as I say here, seeing, seeing is believing, but not in the sense that in order to believe in something, you must see it first in its tangible form. The ability to see something before it comes into physical form starts way before that. And that's way before the believing process way before the tangible process. It begins with the art of visualization. Many people only use a portion of the universal law of visualization in the manifestation process. And as a result, um, the, what they experience is challenges with getting what they want in life. And they experience huge challenges. Let me put these specs on. They experience huge, huge challenges and so today, that's something that um, that I want to address. Something that I want to actually talk about. There are many, many moving parts to the art of manifestation. In fact, our lives, our lives are just one manifestation, one big energy moving into form. It's just one big continuous movement of this happening. Actually, we're never stationary. We're never still. We are always moving. And so there are many parts to the art of visualization and the, excuse me, the art of manifestation. And the art of manifestation is the art of living. So as I've mentioned before, previously, I spoke about visualization and I said it's a three-pronged process. And visualization isn't the only part in the manifestation equation, but it really is an important part in the manifestation equation, but yet still it is not the only part, but it is an important part. And as a result of people, I believe, I believe professionally and personally, as a result of people mm, not utilizing their visualization skills to their to the nth degree or to the extent that they can be used, I believe this is where most people come unglued or most people um, disengage or most people don't, don't get what they want as a result of not doing this. So again, just as a quick recap, there are a couple of things that we're going to recap today, but just as a quick recap, the manifestation process requires Visualization, affirmation, and gratitude. 
Now, within that framework, within that framework, the visualization, the affirmation and gratitude, there are other nuances that are required and they are really, really required in order for you to be able to manifest what you want. Now, before I go any further, I just want to say this. Um, I want to say about intuition, and I'm being hit with it, so I'm going going to say this, because intuition is actually a part of the uh, visualization process, but we're going to address that in just a second. I I did this on, on Facebook, I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday. Speaking about when you're into, when not listening to your intuition is actually listening to your intuition. So to, to, to put this into a nutshell, I want to say three or four weeks ago, my mind said to me to get a, a, a pizza paddle. I still don't even know if that's the right word. I said that yesterday and I still don't know if it's the right word. But my mind said to me to get a pizza paddle. And guys, just so you know, pizza truly is not one of my favorite foods. It really isn't. It's just, it, 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 it just isn't. Now, is it something that I will eat if I choose to, because I do eat wheat. I, I do eat wheat, uh, but I choose very carefully what, what I eat when I'm eating wheat. So that being said, um, my mind said get a pizza paddle because I have a pizza stone. Okay. All right. Fine. So I figure that down the road from my actual office is a restaurant supply store. And I figured, I, I know I can get it in there. Bottom line, I, can know I, I, I know I can get it in there. And, and that store is maybe about five minutes drive away from my office. So I'm driving along and my mind says, go into um, office, excuse me, not Office Depot, go into Home Depot, which is like a Wix or something like that in the UK. Go in there and you'll be able to find the pizza paddle. I was like, really? But it was a really strong, overwhelming feeling. So anyway, I went in and my mind said, go to the, uh, the barbecue area. Walk to the barbecue area and lo and behold, hanging up there was a pizza paddle that was stainless steel and it had a, a um, foldable handle, which is ideal for storage which is basically what I said yesterday. As I was walking out, I saw these, I, I think it's maybe about 25-pound buckets, and they use them to mix paint. And I use them to make soap. I've been making soap for the last, I don't know, 27 years or something. I always make, make my own soap. And so I looked at the bucket, and it was like, when do you get a bucket? And I was like, no, I am on this binge where I am not buying stuff just to have it in the house, just to hoard it, just to have it. I'm not doing that. So anyway, I walk along, make my sale, yada, yada, yada. Then about three weeks ago, pushing actually four weeks, if the truth be told, we decided we were going to regrout the bathroom. So I went to um, Ace Hardware. It's a, it's a small hardware store to buy the stuff that I need, you know, like the grout and the, the, the gun that goes with it and all of this stuff, you know, scraper, yada, yada, yada. So I got all the stuff, and I was walking out, and Ace had their own bucket, 25-pound bucket, um, with, their, with their logo on it. And I walked past it, and my mind said, Wendy, buy the bucket. Get the bucket. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. So 
I'm down to like two bars of soap to make cold processed soap. It takes about um, four weeks for it to cure. And what that means is it takes four weeks for it to be good to use on the skin. Otherwise, it can be a little caustic. It can be a little drying. So time to make soap. I've got about two bars left. I'm like, you really got to do this. So I pull out the bucket, everything that I need. And I look, I'm like, what is those lines? And I looked at these lines and the bucket was cracked. So I was like, oh, my God. And for a moment, I thought, maybe if I put duct tape on it, it'll be all right. You know, you can duct tape anything and it'll be all right. So maybe if I put duct tape on it, it'll be okay. And so I was like, no, when just get get dressed, because I had no intention of getting dressed that day. I wasn't going out. Get dressed, run around the corner, and buy yourself a bucket. So I'm saying to myself, ah, your intuition told you, buy you this, buy, buy the bucket twice. Your intuition told you this twice. So anyway, I run out, I get the bucket, uh, wash it. I'm making my soap. And typically when you're making cold-pressed soap using light or potassium hydroxide or sodium hydroxide, you're meant to wear goggles and you, you really should cover your arms up and you should have gloves on. Well, I've been doing this for 27 years. And so, you know, I, I, I know the range where my face needs to be. So it's not, you know, like above the bucket and all this sort of jazz, yada, 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 yada. So anyway, I'm making the soap. Everything's, everything's going well. And then my intuition says to me, Wendy, go and put on your glasses. And I was like, Argh. but because of everything that had happened with me not actually um, getting, the, getting the buckets when I should have, I turned off the, um, the, the, the mixer and I went, I got my glasses, my reading glasses, and I just put them on. I continued mixing, yada, 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 and finished. Now I'm going to pour the, the, the um, soap, which has come to trace, which means it's ready to be poured. I'm going to pour it into the mold. So I am turning my little breakfast table in our, in our nook in the kitchen. I'm turning that so that I can pour into these molds. And so I turn it, and I have the actual mixer on the floor, the thing that I use to mix it. And it's, it's a big old thing. I attach it to a drill so it can mix the soap. So it moves. Ah, so then I, I put it back where I need it so it's not on the, on the um, floor, on the wood floor, or the pergo as it may be, on the wood floor, because it will damage it. It's caustic. It's light. It will damage it. So table, and of course, it, it slides off the thing again, it, and it's on the floor. Well, when I actually finish using the, the mixer, I always unplug it. And for whatever reason, I did not unplug it. When I actually went to pick up the drill, which the mixer is attached to, I picked it up by the handle and I inadvertently switched it on. And that lie, the residual lie, the, the soap, the raw soap went everywhere. It went in my it was in my hair, it was up my arm, and the thing is, it splattered all over my glasses, and I started to laugh, and I said to myself, I didn't follow my intuition to begin with, you know, from the, from the get-go, and I followed it now, and believe me, I truly believe it saved my sight, because if that got into my eyes, that would have and had the potential, by about 99.9%, .9%, it had the potential to blind me. 
So I went and I washed it all off and, you know, used um, uh, some vinegar and all this jazz to, to neutralize yada, 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 yada. But what I wanted to say to you guys is this, and I know this is actually off topic, but I think it's important, is that sometimes when you don't follow your intuition and you seem not to be following your intuition, it's actually for a reason. It's actually for a reason. And so that's what I wanted to share. So any comments, Liv? Um, no, not really. I mean, it's 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 just a good thing that your intuition is that strong because you can see how, um, just in your situation, how it could have been disastrous. And it makes me wonder yeah. how many times things have happened to, to myself and to other people that mm-hmm. if they had followed their intuition, you know, that little voice saying, do this, and you actually exactly. think, well, why? There's no point doing that. Why would I want to do that? But actually exactly. having followed that, what, what accidents perhaps would have been um, averted? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because that, that was my thing. Wow, if I had listened, it wouldn't have been, the my intuitive lead wouldn't have been that strong to mm. say, Wendy, really, go get your glasses. I mean, I've been doing, mm. how long have I been making soap lifts? Mm. For eons, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I, I was like, no, blah, 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 blah. But that stuff would have got in my eyes. It was all, I can't actually use my glasses because it's mm. taken that thing off of it. Oh, so, right, so the I, coating. So I can't use my glasses. Yeah, mm. yeah, I can't use my glasses. You know, it's like looking through a haze. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, that would have been my eyeballs, mate. So I was so totally um, jazzed. And it just brought another facet to, sometimes for me at any rate, now moving forward, when your intuition speaks to you and you don't act on it, it's all for the highest good. It's all for the highest good. But as I said yesterday when I did the um, the Facebook live stream, I can't tell you when it's good or bad, and I don't know if I'll know for myself until after the fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do know that I won't sort of be beating myself up, you know, like, ah, oh, you didn't listen to your intuition, you should, blah, 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 blah. I know I won't be beating myself up. And perhaps mm-hmm. sometimes if it doesn't really make sense, then it doesn't really make sense now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It, it's mm-hmm. not for now. And that, that, you know, listen to what you were saying, that could be another learning. That could mm. be another learning. But anyway, I wanted, I wanted to share that, guys. I felt compelled to share that, so I've done that. So moving right along, back to visualization, because I do talk about intuition in here somewhere. But moving back, back to visualization, again, there are many moving parts in the manifestation process, and visualization is just one of them. Visualization, affirmation, and gratitude, these three are paramount to you being able to visualize, excuse me, for you to be able to manifest what you want. For visualization to happen, it has to start somewhere. And again, visualization actually starts way, way, way before you actually see anything. So before you can begin your visualization process, it's important to understand that Visualization and imagination are closely intertwined. For me, I believe it's a fact for me that it's impossible to visualize without your imagination, but it's not so the other way around. 
You see, you can imagine water, you can imagine water running, or you can feel, imagine feeling the sun on your skin, or the taste of wild honey, or the smell of roses, or jasmine, or what have you. You can imagine these things without actually having to visualize them. But what you will need to do is engage the senses required to have that imaginary experience. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah. Yeah. You, you'd have to engage the senses to have the imaginary experience. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to visualize it. You don't, you don't yeah, have yeah, to visualize it. No, yeah, absolutely. The, no, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. yeah, because there are some people who actually really find it hard to visualize. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so that, that, I mean, that's the way that they would do it. It would be through feeling as opposed to seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that feeling, mm-hmm. that actually every, it entails everything that the visualization would entail. It's just a different way of doing it. So, yeah. And that's, exact, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so, again, to, to, to my point, guys, it's really important that to, um, you need your imagination to visualize, okay? However, you do not need your imagination to feel other things, to sense other things. Excuse me, you don't need visualization to feel other things or to sense other things. Okay, visualization as I just said, for visualization, you need your imagination to bring the process of being able to see clearly within your mind's eye. So you need to be able to visualize within your imagination or you need your imagination to be able to visualize, to be able to bring whatever it is that you are thinking of. You need to be able to see it in your mind's eye and you need your imagination to do this and what happens is is that you have images pictorial images or shapes whatever however this floats your boat you have images sometimes from sources unknown as I said intuition and sometimes they are actually a composite of past experiences with new feelings and desires that come into view that take as you use your mind to mold a visual concept literally an an image based concept of what you are thinking and what you are wanting does that make sense Liv? yeah 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 it does yeah it does yeah mm-hmm. once you have a visual once you have a visual this a you then get to choose you get to discard you get to remold you get to add to the concept you get to take away from the concept and this is all in the mind still you 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 get to do all of that and you get to you you get to do all of that with the image that has formed in your mind with with the vision that has formed in your mind you see it's really important to understand that seeing is a huge part of the process of you being able to create a concept in your mind that starts to, I don't know, that, st- that starts to become concrete, that starts to um, 
that start perhaps become real. That might be a better way to phrase it. Once you have a, a visual, you, 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 your concept really starts coming into form, but not into tangible form. It comes into an intangible form within your mind. And the difference between tangible and intangible is one, you can feel it. The other, you can't. One, you can see it as something, uh, as something within your mind, as, as a concept. And the other is the concept that has come into physical being. So, they, you know, they've got that phrase, seeing is believing. And as, as I've said uh, before, it isn't about seeing things um, manifested into physical form before you believe them. So it's not about seeing things in, 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 in um, physical form before you believe them. Seeing truly in this instant is about you being able to see in your, in, in your mind's eye, in your, in your inner sanctum of your mind. And you see, being able to see in the inner sanctum of your mind actually once you've made a choice, of course, it stimulates the ability for you to believe. You see, again, the visualization that you have is an intangible, tangible. And I don't know how else to explain that because it, 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 it's something you'll see it and because perhaps your your senses perhaps because your senses become engaged and not perhaps this is fact your senses will become engaged especially if you choose it and this allows it to become a belief and the belief the belief then assists in, in the process of manifestation am i making sense i feel like i'm all over the board today yeah. am no, i making no, no. sense no, yes, yeah, yeah, because like uh, seeing is believing is actually, it's a physical, it's, sorry, it's a spiritual phrase. Seeing is believing, it's a, it's a, it's a spiritual phrase, but it's kind of like being hijacked by groups that believe only sort of like in the physical reality, only in their physical reality. So mm-hmm. it's been hijacked to say, okay, well, you know, as you're saying, it has to be something physical, it has to be something tangible, something that you touch, taste, smell, Um Whereas it's actually more, for me anyway, it's more about the things that are, <clears throat> excuse me, aren't tangible. You know, it, it's about being able to see it in your mind's eye. That's, that's where, as you're saying, that's where the belief begins. Because if you don't have that, like, or, or say like, okay, there are some people who actually can't visualize. Say like, if they don't have the, the visualization or if you don't have the feeling, then there's nothing to aim for. Because yes, the, the, where does it? You know, that's right. It's just that. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think even people who believe only in like the seeing is believing on a spiritual level, but you know, um, they only believe in the the like the tangible, the physical. Even themselves, you know, if they want to do something, there's a visualization or a feeling process that goes with it. So it's actually mm-hmm. a spiritual thing. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, visualization, and it is lived, it, it truly is a spiritual thing. <laughs> I, I, and I think that many people don't actually realize that. I, I think sometimes because, mm, because things are just so, 
It just is. You know, this is yeah. how we are. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we actually take many, many things really for granted and we don't actually uh, realize to the extent that we can how they work and the importance, the important role that they have in our lives. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I, I really don't, I don't think I, people... No, I, I agree. I, I mean, I think everybody actually has... Um does it in exactly that way on the spiritual level, either the visualization or the feeling, and um, you know that's what they do. But um, you know, if you take a scientist and what have you, they use their instincts. You know, it's like okay, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to use this with this because I think this will happen because I think this will happen. They had to have had some sort of realization exactly. for them to think that this exactly. is going to happen, and that realization exactly. is the, the is the visualization or the or the physical sorry or yeah or the emotional or or feeling that they have about whatever's going to happen. The two reactions. I think everyone uses um, the spiritual side, but with been sort of like brainwashed or indoctrinated to believe that isn't so but everyone uses it it's just as you say we don't actually realize it it's so part of our psyche and it's so part of a psyche that um you know we have we have been sort of like nurtured to sort of like not pay that much attention to Mm -hmm. That mm-hmm. it gets lost mm-hmm. in the process, but the, it, but in the, the yeah. beginning of the process, it can't be lost. It's the, the only thing is, if you're more aware of it, there's actually more you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Amen. There you go, Liv. There you go. There you go. Uh, and that that did I cut you off, love? No, sweetheart. No, 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 no. No, there you go, Liv. And the the more you are aware, consciously aware is the more that you are able to do, is the more that you are able to um, uh, use things like visualization as we're talking about this, you know, um, the law of manifestation, the law of gratitude, law of affirmation, the more you are able to, to do with it so you can and are able to effortlessly, effortlessly manifest the things that you want effortlessly so yeah good call on that Liz good good call on that a couple of weeks ago uh, actually three weeks ago to be exact we aired an in-depth pod the imagination and its function and what it's used for and how you can use it and that that really leads into what Olivia had just said about being able to use things to your highest potential for your highest potential, to get what it is that you want. And really and truly, this, this, this is what this show is all about, you know, My Life, My Choice. It, it's about recognizing that you are infinitely, infinitely more powerful than you are currently aware of and that you actually have all the tools that you need. You don't have to go outside of self to find anything. Contrary to what we've been told, contrary to how we feel. Go ahead, love. I was going to say, I was just actually going to just add a little caveat. It's infinitely more powerful than anyone or anything that's in your macrosphere. You are Amen. the common, you, you are the alpha and the omega. You are everything. Without, without you, your macrosphere does not exist. Exactly. So therefore, whatever happens, you are the hub. You make it. 
So there's no exactly. one more powerful than you. Nobody. Nobody. And I, I think I think many people find that particular concept very very difficult to mm. to mm. Um, believe. But it, it mm. it's really true. You know when when you hear people say um, you are powerful beyond measure, I think that's um, Marion Williamson. You know you you're powerful beyond measure. You are truly powerful beyond beyond measure. And it is immeasurable. There is no measurement on that, save what you put on it, save the restriction that you put on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a process, guys. I'm not, I'm not going to say that it's not a process to get there. Yeah, but it's absolutely. a process. So yesterday, yesterday, in speaking with the ladies at Shade Tree, one of the things that I said to them, you know, <laughs> is, for me, one of the most empowering things, and I've said, I, I'm always saying this on the show, one of the most empowering things that I've ever done for myself is to own my life. Mm. To own it. Take responsibility for it. Be accountable for it. And not shift the blame. And, and, and things like that. By doing that, it has empowered me. Because that means every choice that I make and everything that I do is based on choice. Everything that has happened to me is based on a choice that I have made. Good, bad, or indifferent. It means that I can own it. And when you take ownership, you empower yourself. You, you totally and utterly empower yourself. You, 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 so you, have, more of a poten- sorry, you have more of a potential to um, reach your goal. Because you, you've come to the realization that you are the person that's making it happen. As when you said good, bad, or indifferent, it's it's you who's doing it. You are the hub. You are the source. You are the sort of like um, the, you know, atomic bang, you know. It's it's all about you. And the more you you can be into that is the more you can achieve what it is that you want to achieve. And that's the name of the game. And that's totally the name of the game. And, And it's recognizing this. And for whatever reason... Um, people don't don't want to do this. People people don't want to to own their lives. They don't want to take responsibility for their lives unless it's they tend then it tends to be okay. But then if it's not okay, people tend not not to want to do that. They tend not to want to do that. And in doing this, they don't realise how they put their lives their, their lives on hold. How it it it, it, it disenfranchises them. It takes them around the houses own your life it is empowerment it's empowerment and so that means that, 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 sorry what, sorry can i just and that's not to say when you own your life that you know you don't you have good days bad days you know mediocre days of blah course. days you know you still you still have those but you one you actually come out of it quicker because you realize mm-hmm. that, okay, well, um, I can do this or I can do that. And also the other thing that happens, you, you get those intuitive hits, you know, just like you were saying before, Wendy, about, you know, the lie and the soap and all the rest of it. You get those mm-hmm. intuitive mm-hmm. hits. And sometimes when you're looking externally for people to sort of like show you how you should live your life, you know, you get the little tap on the shoulder from your intuition, but it's easier to ignore but when you're mm-hmm. actually taking mm-hmm. taking control of it, when you decide to sort of like take control of your life um, and take responsibility for your life, that little tap on the shoulder, it, it, it actually, you know, it can be like a pinprick so that you can't actually mm-hmm. ignore it, you know. And the more you ignore mm-hmm. it, the more you might get that pinprick. Um, so it's, it's, it, it is very important. It's very important. 
it's very important. It's vitally, vitally in mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. ability for you to consciously um, do whatever it is that you want to do, whether it be use visualization, whether it be using um, the law of manifestation or using the law of space or using the law of love. And these are all laws because they're immutable, but yet still they're moldable to who you are. Very, very important. So for visualization, what is the actual function of visualization? Well, visualization is actually the art of being able to see within your mind's eye with clarity that which you say that you want. So the art of visualization is for you to be able to see. This is a function. And once you can see, you see, being able to see actually go is a little bit, or it should be synonymous with being able to take action. You can see you're no longer in the dark. So the function of visualization in addition to being able to see with clarity, it's also about you making a choice. It supports you in your choice-making process. It supports you in your choice-making process and saying, first and foremost, this is what I want. The function of visualization is also to make sure that what it is that, that that what you say that you want is the thing that you actually want. It gives you a backup. You can see it. It gives you a backup. It gives you a backup thing. It's like a, a, a backup generation, a generator. So the function of visualization is also to make sure that this is what you are wanting or this is your choice. The art of visualization is also important in defining and refining what it is that you are choosing or what it is that you want. And understand that refining and defining also constitutes, I don't actually want this. Now that I've looked at this this way, I don't want this. Visualization in the manifestation process is forming an attachment to the thing that you can see via your five senses. Okay, so you can see it. What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? You see, once you add your intuition to this, excuse me, once you add your senses to this, it takes on a whole different connotation. Visualization is also about allowing you to see what you are wanting before it comes into form. It is the intangible, tangible, before it makes its presence in the physical world of our reality or your reality. You see it as an intangible, as as an intangible in its conceptualization stage. So that's really important. It allows you to see what you are wanting before it comes into physical form. And that's absolutely huge, guys. You see, all the way along, 
Let me just mark this so I don't lose my spot. All the way along, um, we are given opportunities for choice. We're never ever boxed in. We're never boxed in. And, and I say boxed in, perhaps that's the wrong phrase. We're, 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 never, we're, we're never ever attached, truly attached, until we choose it. And once we choose it, it's like you break it, you own it. Once you choose it, it, it's yours. It's totally and utterly yours. And so visualization helps you to see it and to see if this is truly what you're wanting before it comes into form. Visualization uh, takes the visual, uh, the visual concept from the imagination, from something that you are imagining, from the pictures in your mind that you are imagining. It takes it from the imaginary to the reality. And this for me, in amongst other things that I'm just going to hit on in just a second, this is where most people literally part ways with their understanding of visualization and what it does for them. And just as a, a quick recap, in the art of manifestation or the art of manifesting, visualization is one of the three things that is needed in order to manifest. Many people, when they're using the art of manifesting, they'll use visualization or they'll use affirmation or they'll use gratitude, not realizing that all three need to be in sync in order for you to manifest. So, Liz, is there anything that you'd like to add before I no before mm, I move no, on? No. Did that make no. sense? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's look at what we've been told in the past regarding achieving goals or manifesting what you want and visualizing, or the role visualize visualization plays in achieving your goals and or manifesting. Now, one of the things that we have been told. What's going on? One of the things that we have been told is that if you're trying to achieve goals, I'll use this one. If you're trying to achieve goals, we've been taught to work backwards, work from the end goal backwards. So you have your goal, so work from there backwards to achieve it. Well, this information really is beneficial and it's insightful information. It's insightful and it's beneficial. You need to know what your goal is. Because if you don't know what your goal is, where are you going? What are you doing? I mean, uh, you, what? What are you going to do? So you need to know what your goal is. That's a definite. And they say you turn around, basically, and you start retracing your set, steps right back to, I guess, the first step, whatever that may be. Okay? Insightful information. However, within this, There is a piece missing. There are pieces missing. There are pieces missing. We've been told also in the process of visualization to see it clearly within your mind with as much detail as possible. 
And this too is beneficial and significant information in the art of visualization, in the art of manifesting. Absolutely, it's paramount. However, it is not enough to support the process. It's not enough to support the process. We've also been taught about vision boards and um, vision boards and, you know, vision books. And, you know, you can go online and you can do a whole, a whole um, sort of like vision board, a digital vision board, etc. And we've done a couple of short shows or at least one show on creating your vision board. And vision boards are a wonderful thing to have because it brings into a, a more tangible or a more realistic form that which you say that you want. It helps you with the process of believing that which you've said that you wanted. It helps you. It keeps you in touch with it. It reminds you because your vision board is something that you should look at daily. It needs to be energized. It should be changed periodically as the things that you get or want, say that you want as they come into manifestation, into the physical form, as they come from the intangible into the tangible or they move into form. You need to take whatever off and if necessary, put other things back up, uh, excuse me, put new things up. But even with a vision board, a vision board has been um, given to us as the visualization. But a vision board is designed to support you in empowering yourself to believe. That's what a vision board is. That's really, that's the, that's the, that's the when you cut everything away, that is what a vision board does for you. So, Liz, any thoughts on that? Anything? Agree, disagree, add? Uh, well, I I, I do kind of agree with you because, you know, I mean, I don't do uh, a vision board or anything like that. It's um, it's just mm-hmm. it's just not my thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do think that like having like visual aids that can remind you um, what your goals are are a good idea um hence you know mm-hmm. I, when i was doing the affirmation boxes i do i do think it's a good idea but i i also believe it you know it's not the be all and end all uh because if you mm-hmm. if you have your vision board and you aren't in tune with what's on your vision board like you were saying you know if you don't weed and seed your vision board then what you're actually putting out is confused you know, because if you have mm-hmm. like a, a, a say a Mercedes on your vision board, and you see a Lexus, and you think, do you know what? I prefer the Lexus, and you've got the Mercedes still on your vision board. That mm-hmm. in itself is a conflict. It's a conflict. Exactly. So it's like, as you say, it's important to if you're going to do something like that, that you actually pay attention to it, so you know that you're not putting a conflicting um, wants, needs, desires out there into the universe. So they do. They do have their place. There's no two ways about it. I do. I do believe they have a place, and they, you know, they they really do work for people because I've heard you yourself say, um, you know, you put. I think I don't know yes. if it was last year or the year you, before. You, you, you said you looked. Yes, you yes, looked yes, on yes. the vision board, and everything that you had said you wanted, mm-hmm. you had. You'd got it. 
Yes. So for me, yes. it definitely works yes. for people. It really, really does. Um, and, and I suppose it's, a, it's, and, a, it's and a, it, sorry, uh, it, go on. No, no, it, it, it really does. But again, as you, as you said, Liv, um, they're not your thing. No. So I would imagine for you, it, it, and here we go, hear the word. I would imagine for you that it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't do, it wouldn't do what it does for me because I'm mm-hmm. definitely into vision boards. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely mm-hmm. into vision boards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's about the belief, isn't that, it? It's about the belief. I was just going to say, the belief, the belief is everything, and mm. vision boards support you in your belief system in believing. And so mm. it is. It's about the belief system, and that's mm. huge. Maybe we need to do a show about that, your belief system and how it impacts you. Um, so, yeah, guys, so it, it's really important to, to, to understand that, to understand that. And you know something, Liz, you, you've actually raised a really valid point. There are many people who will do vision boards because this is what they've been told to do, but they don't believe exactly. in them. Exactly. And exactly. then they wonder why this, this, this stuff ain't working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they don't actually believe in them. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. do it every we- day. Yep. Yep. Which is but why, you know, yeah, which is why, you know, we always talk about your recipe you know, people's recipe, you make your own recipe for what works for you. You know, if exactly. if you say, okay, well, you don't do a visual vision board, you, you know, you stick a, uh, whatever it is, like a picture under your pillow, you know, you sleep on it every night. There you go. You know, there you, you just do your, you, you make up your own recipe. Okay. The visit, you know, if you have a visit, a vi- you do the, vi- you can do the mental visualize- visualization. Okay. And if you there can you find go. a picture, you can find a picture that, um, is the epitome of your mental visualization. You can use that and put it, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. where you see it every day. I said, you know, under your pillow, in your knicker drawer, or whatever, you know, on your on your yeah. shower door yeah, yeah. screen or something. You don't have to. You, you the the most important thing is that you recognize that you are unique, uniqueness for you to be able to get what you want. Because if you don't embrace your uniqueness, you can only go after what somebody else has already yeah. got. And if they've already and got two, it, then it's gone. That that place in the universe has gone. So it's important you for you to it. recognize that you are unique and find your own recipes that work for you. Which is, which is why, um, you know, and I go, go back to, because God knows they have um, American Idol. They have American Idol and all of this in all countries. I mean, I don't mm. care what mm. country you're from. Leading Amazon, I mean, they've they've got it everywhere, right? And the people who actually do the best, whether they're doing a cover of somebody else's song, are the ones who own it and they make it their own and they 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 do it. They don't do, you know, a a, a karaoke version of you know Kylie Minogue or whatever. They mm-hmm. they come out and they they do their own thing. And so it is when you're actually utilizing the universal laws of attraction. It's about you doing your own thing. So it is about you understanding the universal laws of attraction and applying them. As Olivia just said, it's about you using and or, not only and or, it's about you creating a recipe that fits your personality, that fits your energetic DNA, that fits your spiritual DNA, that fits the universal energy DNA. It's about you using that to mold it around you 
Mm. You know, in one of the tutorials that I did, and these are free tutorials, you can go to Vimeo and you can find them. Um, Dr. Wendy Dearborn, you can find them. That's one of the things that I said about the universal laws. I was talking about how to use the universal laws. And one of them, I used um, uh, uh, saran wrap. And I said, this is the universal law, and I wrapped it around my hand. That's you. It's malleable. It will mold to who you are. But in order for you to do that, you need to, you need to know what you're doing. You need mm-hmm. to have that understanding. You have to have that understanding. You know, you, you, have you, were, saying, you, know, you were saying about um, people on, you didn't say X Factor, you said American Idol, you know, just doing cover versions. And I think that, you know, when someone just does, like on those shows, when they just do a cover version verbatim, exactly how it was sung originally, they mm-hmm. do, and if their songs are all like that, they tend not to get very far. Because, as I said before, it's already been done. That mode or that exactly. way has already been taken. That exactly. universal energy has already been taken. So this, 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 there's no, there's no um, place for two in the universe. There's only place for one. And I know there are a lot of companies that do, you know, the same thing. But you'll find there are little twerks, you know, that actually they, yeah, they actually make it their own. No, and that's really important. I mean, the universe, that's the universal law of uh, space. Two things cannot occupy the same space. It is impossible. Scientifically, spiritually, universally, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. So, again looking at how we have been told, how we've been educated, how we've been instructed, how we've been hoodwinked into achieving (laughs) your goal or manifesting your goal and or utilizing the visualization process to achieving your goal and manifesting and or manifesting your goals. Um, We've also been taught that you need to be the thing that you want, right? Be the bull. Be the bull. Be the ball, be the ball, or see yourself in the house, see yourself in the car, see yourself driving the car, see yourself bouncing the ball and making that shot. Well, you see, that too is beneficial, it's insightful, it's powerful information. But you see, a huge chunk of that is missing. A a huge chunk of that is missing. Now, for all of you who have listened to the show, you have heard me say on more than one occasion, visualization is about the observer becoming the observed. And guys, this is what is missing. The thing that you are observing for yourself, you need to become it. But you just said, Wendy, be the bull, see yourself in the house. No, 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 no. You need to be in the house. Don't see yourself in the house. You need to be living in the house. 
not watching yourself live in the house. You need to be inside of it. And that is the nuance that can make and or break your ability to visualize effectively. So again, guys, it's about making your visualization a moving picture with you as the starring role, moving from inside the picture. So guys, really and truly, you are looking from the inside out. So when you become the house, you are looking from the inside, just like you are looking around the room or the car that you are in now or wherever you're at. You're not visualizing yourself doing this. You are doing it. And that is a nuance that most people miss. They will say, yeah, I see myself in the car. Well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful that you can see yourself in the car. Now get get in the car. Get in the car and look out at life from inside the car. What does the road look like from in there? What does the, what does the road feel like? Are you going over a speed bump? You know, is it gravel? You know, is, is stuff hitting the windscreen? Can you hear it? Did you have to duck? Did you have to duck? You have to be inside the vehicle. You have to be inside the car. You have to be one with the ball where you, you don't know where the ball begins and your hand begins. That's what I mean by you have to be inside of it. You have to be able to feel if you're bouncing that basketball or that netball or whatever it is, the football, you have to be able to feel when it hits the ground and it comes back up and it hits your hand. You have to be able to feel the resistance. See, most people don't visualize like that because we've actually been told all you need to do is see yourself there, but it has to be more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, um, you know, with, with being it, with being whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, if you want the car, you see yourself as the car. It changes your reality to incorporate the world, incorporate the car within your reality. You readjust the exactly. atoms in the in in the universe to go. create the car, and they actually carry your personal vibration. So what you're actually <laughs> trying to do is to bring that vibration into your reality, so it manifests within your reality if you just see yourself looking at the car without actually the feeling the emotion and all that you know all the goodness that that can go with it all you do really is change your thought process about what you want you're not manifesting you're just changing the thought process oh so to actually to actually to actually get those atoms to react to you to be you you have to be what it is that you want. There you go. There you go. You know, you, you, you'll see that many method actors, and, and believe me, um, th- th- no, no offense, a lot of them are really short on the ground for me. I'm, I'm really <laughs> old school when it comes to that. No, I'm serious. I mean, there's not too many uh, Judy Denches out there, Dame Judy Denches, and, you know, 
um, what's his name? Uh, Silence of the Lamb, Anthony Hopkins, and you know, there, there's not, you know, Michael Caine, and mm-hmm. you know, look, at, at Lips, as you and I both know, came up doing theatre and etc. In order to, in order to portray a role, you have to become it. And the difference between somebody acting and somebody who is becomes this person is the difference. One person acts and the other person becomes it. You know, sometimes they're so good at it that, you know, you're like, damn. And they say, oh, they were born for that role. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at Denzel Washington and, um, well, Training Day, he was definitely born for that. But Denzel Washington and uh, Malcolm X. He, he became that. You know, I, 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 I'll give her her juice. I'll, I'll give her her juice. Uh, Julia Roberts in um, Aaron Brockovich. She became that woman. She became that woman. She, she, what were you going to say anyway, Liv? Um, I was going to say, I, I, I think at times, like with actors, they are taught how to do and this goes back to actually being your being an individual they're taught how to do particular things they're acting coaches and all that sort of stuff and i think when they when they go for particular roles they may be coached in how to how this character is you know but you find mm-hmm. that the people who actually just embody that they seem to become that role that they that, that they're playing are the people that actually that they research, but also, but also, they find a spiritual connection to that person. That they, they, it's, it's like yep. there's a bond. It's like they find that person's mm-hmm. atoms out there in the universe, and mm-hmm. they bring them to them. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. they can actually mm-hmm. embody that person. If they're just acting, which, which all, they're, all they're doing is just doing things verbatim, and it's obvious. It, yeah, it's obvious that they're actually not really feeling what what an actor as far as i'm concerned should feel which is they are the person there is no separation between them and that person mhm 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 and you see that's 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 a good point that there is there is no separation separation between you and what you want to manifest mhm mhm and there isn't and this is this is this is what um, this is what visualization is all about. It's about you understanding that there isn't any separation, or getting you to the point of understanding that there is no separation. And do you know what? And that we... you have. Go on. Go ahead, love. No, I was going to say, and and also what you everyone is waiting for to be able to um, to fulfil their goal. Is for them to realize that. That's all they're waiting for. You're just waiting for that realization that you have to become what it is that you want. That's that. That you know. That's why like things are. I always say simply complex. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's it's that, yeah. that is very simple, but it is complex to do. But it's a very simple process. 
Um, the, mm-hmm. the actual realization is a very simple process. But if you realize that you are what it is that you want, that's, that's, the, that, mm-hmm. that's the building, that, that, that's the piece that you're missing. As you said before, Wendy, that's, that, that's the building block that you actually start, you know, your foundation that you start building on. But that's all you're waiting for. You're waiting for yourself to realize that. It's, um, as, Olivia, as you said, Liz, because you were saying, you know, like it's simply complex. It is. And it is simply complex. But once, once you are able to actually make that leap, because all the other things are in place. Like I said to you guys, um, to work back for, backwards from your goal, it's beneficial, it's insightful. To be able to see clearly with as much detail as possible, absolutely awesome. You know, to create a vision board or a mental vision board or a digital vision board is not only insightful, it's empowering. And for you to be able to be the ball and see yourself in the house, that just takes it to another strata. It takes it to another level. However, it doesn't take you to the level of where you need to be at. Because when it, in order for you to be where you need to be, as Olivia said with those words, you have to embody it. The observer becomes the thing being observed. That means that you embody it. You know, we've said this on this show before. If you have a house, if you have a home, and oh, let, let's put it this way. Every home, every building, every structure, even if it's a cave and it's a dwelling, everything has its own vibrationary personality. Everything has a living, pulsating beat. And if you create a home from bricks and mortar, wood, whatever, you create a home. And that home is left vacant. Eventually, it will disintegrate and it it will die. If you just see the home that you want and you do not embody it, you do not live inside, you don't become the observed thing, which is the house, you have left that house and eventually it will become a dream that disintegrates and is just wrapped up to another dream in your sky. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, absolutely, Wendy. Yes, it does. Yeah, no, it would end up shadow it out. And you know, like um, for uh, for I mean, if people are interested, what they could actually look for is like do a search for the double split experiment. The double split experiment, and what that is, it changes atoms or molecules. I can't remember what it is into into a wave, into a wave pattern, and that wave is your creativity. You create a wave when you when you concentrate or focus on uh, on let's just say I'm, I'm going to say your intention, but it's like on the atoms that create your intention. But if you focus on that, you can create what it is that you want to create because you 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 are you can observe it and just watch 
what happens or you can actually be it and create what it is that you want. And as you said, Liz, you can actually be it. But mm-hmm. I, I'll look that up. I'll put that on um, the uh, the Laws of Attraction website. I'll mm-hmm. put that up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, guys, most of the information out there is pertinent. And it really is. Most of the information out there that we, we are given is pertinent. And the other thing is, understand that what I'm, what I'm doing here, this is my take. My thing for you is what's your take on it? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what's your take on your ability to visualize? What's your take on your ability to, to, to manifest? What does, what does the actual manifestation process really look like to you? And if it doesn't look like anything, what does it feel like? What does it sound like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? Guys, it's about engaging your senses. We truly are sensory beings. Whether in this incarnation or this plane, this form, or any form, we're sensory. We're sensory. Uh, that was wrong, but anyway. We are. <laughs> and, and, and so, guys, it's vitally important. It's vitally important to, you know what? It's vitally important to start taking control of your life. Start, start taking ownership of your life. You know, the, the class that I, that I do with the ladies that I, I talk on um, at Shade Tree, it's called taking my life back. It's not an easy process, guys, because there's so much going on. You know, there's, there's life, there's living, there's emotions, there's ups, there's downs, there's, there's all this thing, you know, there's life, there's death, there's birth, there's all sorts of things that are going on. But it's about taking your life back. Mm. It's, it's the, about the, the seeing more, your power. Yeah. Mm. The, the, the more that you actually um, invest of you mm. in your ability to manifest, is the more that mm. you can create what you want. But you, 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 the, the investment has to be, because no one can put that investment in your life for what you want apart from you. You're the only person who can take that because, as I said before, you are the alpha and the mega of your reality and nothing exists you without you. So therefore, the more, you you put it, the, more you, the more you put into what it is, and I don't, and I don't mean, um, I don't really mean, yeah, because there are things to do on a physical level, definitely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm talking about more on a spiritual level, on, on understanding and realizing how powerful you are, the more you actually invest in that, from my perspective anyway, um, is the more you, you, the easier mm-hmm. it is for you to create. You know, because you're at one, you're at one with everything that you are. And the more you are at one with everything you are, is the more you are in tune with everything that you want. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly right. That's exactly, well said, Olivia, that's exactly right. It's exactly right. You know, <clears throat> I'm always saying this, and I suppose I will keep on saying this. There are 1,440 minutes in a day. Guys, out of that, I'm going to say carve whatever little lots, nano, second, second, minute. Carve something out so that you can start 
having a conversation with yourself about you, you are wanting. And not only that, not, not, and I'm not talking about going back down memory lane and if I would have, should have, could have and all of that. You can't change any of that, all right? What I'm talking about is having a conversation with self, about self, in regard to what is it that I am wanting for me in this moment. And then to really start looking at, okay, I've chosen this. Come on now, what does it look like for me to get it? What are the physical steps that I may need to get it? It's so important. And, you know, as they say, well, when I was coming up, time is running, I'm passing, I'm running, I'm passing. Time's going. And at the end of the day, at this moment in time, for where we are now, Your time here is finite. It's not infinite. Yet you are an infinite being. But your time here is finite. And so for me, it's like make the most of it. Or as Dad always say, make hay when the sun shines. Wasn't that Dad Dad who said that? Liz? Sorry, yeah, definitely, definitely. That was was one of Dad's. That things rise and sun make hay when the sun shines. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> but um, it, it <laughs> it's it's um, you know, time time is running past things. And what I mean by that is that again, our time here isn't finite, yet we're infinite. And so, yeah, they've got all this stuff. You can you can binge watch whatever you want, but make sure that the pendulum is also swinging towards you binging on self and doing for self. It's about creating balance. And as we are always moving, we are always striving and moving towards and creating. That's life. That's life. So once again, guys, the art of visualization is intricately, intricately tied to manifestation. It's also intricately tied to our ability to use our imagination. In order to visualize, we need our imagination. However, we do not need visualization to know what it feels like to have rain fall down on us, to know what it feels like to burn ourselves, to know what it smells like to inhale barbecue or roses or what have you. We do not need visualization for that. We have our other senses. All our other senses can galvanize and support us in the visualization process based upon our, our um, imagination or our imaginings. It's vitally important that you take away from here, from me, the understanding that, as Olivia said, you need to embody the thing that you want to manifest. If you want to manifest a man in your life, you need to embody that. If you want to manifest a woman in your life, you need to embody that. If you want to manifest 
happiness, if you want to manifest number, become Benjamin Franklin or become the queen on the back of the note, because embody it. And when you embody it, it becomes the living, pulsating thing that has personality that you want. If you just see it, it's like somebody standing outside of a vacant home that will eventually disintegrate and disappear because that's what happens when life is not flowing through something. Did that make sense, Liv? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the other thing I wanted to say, Wednesday, is because um, you were talking about binge-watching TV, and um, mm-hmm. what I would say about that is what is the message in every episode? You know, because there'll be a common theme within every episode. It can be different for different, you know, different things. It can mean different things mm-hmm. for different people, mm-hmm. and it, which it most probably will because of, you know, your life is, you know, your own. Um, but what's the message? What are you actually trying to tell yourself? What are you trying to show yourself when you do that? You know, if you've been watching, like, Coronation Street, that's the show over here, you know, for, uh, for 30 years, you know, you're kind of like, kind of like missing the point because mm-hmm. if you, if you, because mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer, I mean, there's nothing wrong with binge watching. You know, I do it. There's nothing wrong with it. But as long as you, for me anyway, as long as you're getting something out of it, as long as you're learning something about yourself, and not in, not in a negative, not in a negative way, in a positive way, something that is empowering you, then then it's well, it's not going to be a waste anyway. But then it's actually a, for me a more constructive way to do it because there will be a message in it. You're attracted to it because there is a message in it. If you're not finding the message, then you're kind of like a, you know you're missing the point. You're missing the point of binge watching. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're spending time and you can again spend or you can invest in you. Spending means you just you're just spending. You you really you don't really care what you get back. Investing your time means that you are looking for a return on the time that you are investing. And that's vitally important. Vitally, vitally important. Vitally important. So, darling, is there anything else that you'd like to add? No, no, no. Okay, guys. Well, you have been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice, and um, Olivia and myself have been talking about the art of visualization and manifesting. Uh, Manifestation. For me, this is a vitally important show. It's something that people need to need to hear, and then you take it and you do your own due diligence with it. But guys, understand: if something is left vacant, it will eventually disintegrate. You cannot look from the outside and say that you're infusing something with the living energy that it needs. That's not how that works. You have to be on the inside. You have to embody it. You have to become the thing observed. You really do. 
So that being said, thank you for listening to this episode. My name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I am in sunny, sunny Las Vegas. <laughs> and my co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. And we really do appreciate you. We look forward to seeing your face in the place next week. And sis, uh, love you, darling. I will talk to you in a hot second. We are going to go out with Bob Marley. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you, darling. Bye, guys. Love you, guys. Love you, guys. Peace. I'll talk to you in a bit, sis. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Man to man is so unjust, children.